0: Hello, and welcome back to Beats by Jens, and thank you so much for listening. Please share our info with family and friends if you think they, too, will enjoy listening. Also, please email us with any of your positive thoughts and or suggestions. Beats by Jens, B-E-E-T-Z-B-Y-J-E-N-N-Z at gmail.com.
1: Alright, welcome. Let's get into it. What's tonight's show about?
0: Well, we got a few things going on on my list here, so um, I just wanted to go back to the email. Definitely send me an email. Send me, um, like, just suggestions or whatever we've already received a couple already one of them specifically that i'm working on was vegan diets combined with illnesses like heart disease and diabetes etc you know the bad ones um already started my research and my good friend Lori had already stocked me up with a stash of purple pens because yes i still put pen on paper i'm kind of old school that way so let's begin. Today we are discussing very important issues that go hand in hand with veganism. A lot of us became vegan for our own health, while others like me became vegan for the health of animals, you know, cause their lives are at stake after all. But I think the larger group of us can all agree that it's for the whole world, um, for our environment, our earth that we live in. So I Googled ethical vegan food companies And then I had to narrow it down because there's quite a few, um, which is excellent. we got some choices. That's always good. But I narrowed it down to the few that really strongly um, believe in our environment as well. So I thought we should maybe start off with just going over like um, a couple definitions of their buzzwords. Okay. We always hear like ethical sustainable social responsibility alternative energy and repurpose and pretty much we should know what they mean but just in case
1: they sound like big words
0: yeah well, you love big words with big you,
1: actions you love to use them small in the meaning
0: <laughs> well no they have huge meaning just some of us don't take them very serious maybe oh, is okay. that what you mean small meaning yeah yeah so ethical um And I just sort of summarized it. It says pertaining to morals and right and wrong. And we all should know right and wrong because that's what our moms taught us when we were very young.
1: Yeah, but do we uphold it when we go to a bigger company making tons of money?
0: Well, that usually taints people, yeah. Um, Being honest and following good moral standards. So that's ethical. I have sustainable meeting the needs of the present without compromising the needs of our future generations. Yeah. That, I thought, was a fabulous definition, and it's an awesome word, truly, and I think there are lots of things that are sustainable.
1: Right. Oh, yeah, for sure.
0: Right? And, you know, whether or not we seek them out, but maybe if it's part of our vocabulary, and we'll start really like, oh, look at that, and there's another, and maybe we can do things a little bit different. Yep. Social responsibility I looked up that and it's individuals and companies have a duty and I wrote it in capital letters have a duty to act in the best interest of society as a whole.
1: Yep, just one example of that would be Elon Musk where he developed an electric car and firefighters had a hard time putting out electric fires out of their car so they went to him and said hey it's your duty to figure out a way to put out your car's fire.
0: Oh, fantastic! And
1: so he developed a a, way for firefighters. Because he
0: has the knowledge because he's the man, right?
1: It's actually really cool if you look into it, it's something about how um, if the fire catches on any of the components, like the areas flood themselves right. and, and it just shuts everything down.
0: Wow. Oh, well, there you go. But Good with a certain him. type of
1: liquid because you can't put water on a battery fire.
0: Right. Well, I think because it could splash and then all of a sudden- water is conductive. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I was thinking like the battery stuff would splash anyway, all over. But anyway,
1: you know, Elon had a, a, a social responsibility yeah, to... it's
0: his duty Yeah, to you're going to put this
1: product out. You have to make sure you can maintain that product.
0: Kind of, it helps him as well. And it makes him look good because people like you just told the story, which I didn't realize that that's, you know, what he was doing. Yep. Alternative energy. Hello. We should all know this. I'm from British Columbia, so we have lots of water. So we use hydro, which is water. Um, I love Palm Springs it's my favorite place and we always know you're getting close to Palm Springs because all the windmills oh yeah and then we live in Arizona which is just the land of the Sun so solar but then there's geothermal and don't ask me for geothermal examples because I'm not that sciency. but it's still a renewable resource that's not gonna run out like coal natural gas and oil right cause eventually they're going to run out and that's why they're you know I just said I'm from BC but British Columbia, Alberta where there's lots and lots of oil under the ground now they're fracking and they're destroying environments eventually the oil just gets drained it's fossil fuels there's only so much of it that's in our our rock so all right last one yep. and then I'll move on to the fun stuff repurpose So the definition of repurpose is to use something for a purpose other than its original intended use. So it's kind of like recycling or upcycling, but it's to use the item in a new way. And then these companies that I'm going to be talking about, there's just a few, but they're pretty, they have great stories. Some of them, like the man in the treehouse, is pretty funny. Um, and one of them involves chocolate. So I like that too. <laughs> it's kind of right down my alley. Yep. Um, I already have a vacation plan to Portland, Oregon, because that's where these people are.
2: Whoa. So
0: these companies that I'm going to introduce strive not only to be vegan, but also ethical and conscientious. Um, they have received, not all of them, some of them, most of them, I think, like zero waste awards. There's different levels, like silver, gold, oh, platinum. Yeah. So they've received like platinum, zero waste awards. Um, they also support responsible packaging
1: Wow. for their
0: products. So well, I, I look th-
1: forward to hearing these guys and seeing what they're all about.
0: Right, absolutely.
1: All right, check it out. This is the Dance Hall Crashers. And by the way, punk and ska music were made to, to, to revolt, to go rise against. It was all about speaking your name, and that's what punk music was, was to rise against this is Dance Hall Crashers thalted
2: Give yourself a little competition I can see it flaring up in your eyes. Give yourself a moment to remember all
0: good stuff that was fun we did two songs i was Ooh, expecting special. one and then the second song was way better than the first song right are we listening to this one or am i talking to this one you're talking to this okay one. good all right yeah dancehall crashers are fun i was like gonna keep it and then i was like oh crap my mic better not be on because that would be really horrible <laughs> so my first company And we'd actually been to their cafe that they have at the store.
1: Sustainable, ethical companies.
0: Follow your heart. And they've always focused on being a leader in ethical, social, and environmental responsibilities of operating their business. So they have an entire department focused just on eliminating waste, um, using alternative... Alternate...
2: Alternate...
0: Alternate...
1: Diving board, that one.
0: Alternate energies... And then choosing responsible packaging and so on. So, since 2016, they have diverted 98% of their waste from the landfills. Wow. So, 200 tons diverted to recycling, 100 tons to compost, 200 tons to repurposing every year. Yeah. That's like massive and yeah. good for them.
1: You don't need fresh water all the time, use recycled water.
0: <laughs> I don't know if you're making my food. I'd prefer fresh, please.
1: Well, hey, if you got to recycle, recycle. But
0: they do have, um, they created a garden, which they named their Earth Garden, and it yields over a thousand pounds of produce in a very compact 224 square foot space. Wow. And the employees can eat the produce. Um, plus, they also use it in their cafe. Oh, so yeah. they have the Follow Your Heart Mac- Market and the cafe. And that's where we went years ago in Canoga Park. Yep. We went with your that mom one, and that
1: one place does all
0: that yeah wow yeah we didn't see the garden though For the I'm kinda, world i'm kind of bummed out so yeah. and obviously you know that one small garden isn't where they get all their produce they get it from other sources as well but their sources also have to be with the same responsibility Non-GMO, Their duty. Yeah, yeah exactly all, that, so, all the paperwork so this company started out in 1970 with a seven seat. That's all it had, a little soup and sandwich counter. And it was only a few blocks away from where it is right now. And now they have a 6,500 square foot store in Canoga Park where we went with all of their stuff, right? That's all,
1: that's, that's all of LA in California. All of it was timing. All these little businesses came in and started making a little bit of space for themselves and all of a sudden it was just now LA is just what it is. There's more people. Yeah. They were shopping. They were eating. Well, they had and to get
0: bigger because yeah. of the population. Well, yeah.
1: As the population grew, so yep. did the businesses. Yeah.
0: And so there's a lot of really good ones, healthy places like this. There's a lot of not so healthy fast food joints. We started off with a cart where we started off with just a small little space five tables and then all of a sudden boom they're huge because they have really good tasting food as well or Mm -hmm. whatever their product is they have a great product so um anyways they have a full vegan menu including they have a no salt no oil no sugar items on their menu and they call it like their sos menu
1: i wonder if they make bread with no sugar
0: i don't know you should maybe go there again i don't want to go to canoga park though i'm sorry here I am trying to be positive. It was positive. all gonna happen. I knew it. It's too it, good to be true. It was fantastic. It was probably one of the best lunches that I've had in a long time. And for me as a vegan, and you guys all weren't yet. And Liam wasn't even born, and I was like, "Oh, can we go to Kenoga Park." And I had the address. And sure enough, your mom took us there.
1: I remember I was listening to the new Divinity Destroyed album.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> And we brought, like, Uncle Gary with us, right?
1: Well, yeah, he was from California. And we
0: all really, yeah, I think we met up with them, and we all really liked our food. But I was just thrilled. I'm like, when well, you can open a menu and go, holy crap, I can eat everything oh, on yeah. this menu.
1: And then you start spending all this money on it? Like, when we go to the, lo- the other place, the Loving Hut?
0: Oh, uh, well, no, Loving Hut is really affordable, I think. That's our local. I think there's a couple of them, but they're Phoenix, maybe. Um they're affordable, and they but they're soy, 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 soy. Yeah. soy. This, and that woman was so awesome. I just can't go back there anymore. Um, they also have a vitamin aisle. And they have a bulk section, which I don't remember seeing. It's got like grains and flowers and freshly ground coffee. Oh. But you have to bring wow. your own container. That's how ethically responsible these people are. Socially responsible. You bring your container and you can get the bulk food items or your ground coffee kind of idea. That's
1: good. So. Helping out the area.
0: Yeah. So they're responsible for all of our... Our favorite condiments, um, it was a treat for you and I to buy uh, ranch dressing, <laughs> and it's fantastic. But also, they make our mayonnaise. Oh, it's to die for. They are responsible for that favorite of ours, mayonnaise.
1: Mayonnaise.
0: All of their Price products. Price check on mayonnaise. Oh, gosh. It is so stinking good, isn't it? Yeah. When I can, like, dip my French fries into it.
1: Well, when you can't have real mayo.
0: hmm so all of their products are non-GMO. They are vegan. They are gluten-free. They are kosher, and you can check them out at followyourheart.com. And then make sure while you're there, you go into. Um, to the to the market things i don't mean physically there but on their website there can poke around and read and they got it like a great story and other stuff merch that they can sell you
1: oh yeah check it out this is good charlotte the young and the helpless which don't be hopeless when it comes to food
2: hard days baby hot nights shake me i don't know they somehow save me and i know i'll Something out of this life, they call nothing. I take what I want, take what I need. They say it's wrong, but it's right for me. I won't look down, won't say I'm sorry. I know that only God can judge me. And if I make it through today, we're too much. Let's go.
1: was a change rock and roll
0: yeah that's all right you're mixing it up a little bit I like that we have like the whole song because initially when we started this episode I wasn't really sure what I wanted the music to be and then we tried a couple of different things but I sort of like this and
1: now it's coming back
0: yeah we'll work this one so all right my next company and not in any particular order is Atlantic Natural Foods I'd never heard of them But that's the parent company. What I had heard of is Loma Linda and Neat. And Neat is kind of cool. So I'm just going to give you a little background. So it's a North Carolina plant-based company since 1890.
1: Wow. Like
0: not even the 1900s. They create, manufacture, and distribute high-quality, sustainable plant-protein foods and beverages.
1: Beverages?
2: Yeah, and
0: then at the end, I'll tell you what the beverage is. Um, They're committed to sustainability and social responsibility. They have three major brands, and I kind of already named off two. Loma Linda, Neat, and Caffrey Roma. And Caffrey sounds like coffee.
1: Cafe. Right? Cafe, yeah.
0: It's spelled with a K. It's kind of cool. It looks like Carefree, but... So all of their foods are vegan, and they're also shelf-stable, which is totally bizarro. Yeah, because
1: you think vegan, you think it has to be gone right away.
0: Yeah, fresh. Yeah. Right? Nope. They um, put a lot of their foods in cans, so you could put them in your pantry, and you could store them for whatever amount of time. You don't have to worry about throwing anything away or it being wasteful. They also pack things in pouches. Um, They have a brand of tuna, but it's not tuna, of course. It's Tuno. It's (laughs) fake-una. It's Tuno. It comes in a pouch, which those vacuum-sealed pouches, right? Which I've seen that before. There's other tuna brands that have the little pouches. And I guess it's for people on the go as well. It It just sounds
1: wrong. Anything like (laughs) when we see the bacon, the shelf-stable bacon, that's Uh, just weird.
0: Well, I think that shelf-stable bacon is because it's cured with salt.
1: Yeah, but still, I think that's I just, how they
0: get away with it.
1: I don't know. You, always, if, to me, when I watch a cooking show, I just assume. I always assume that if you buy it fresh, you're gonna get those same results you're yeah. gonna see in the shows, and therefore, thus, anything on the shelf that isn't should be frozen is on the shelf. Looks weird to me.
0: Yeah, and what about that corn on the cob we saw? Shelf. Yeah, that's stable weird, corn on the cob. cob. And it was vacuum packed, yeah. but mm, I But only don't know.
1: With, like soft plastic.
0: Yeah, exactly. Which could have yeah, been you get some poked. kid
1: to go <laughs> and then pop that seal, right? Like
0: yeah, because kids like to wreck. spoiled. Things, right? So, Loma Linda hot dogs, wieners are in a can.
1: Oh, really? <laughs>
0: I Don't? See, What's the last
1: tra- time you ha- ate something out of a can that wasn't supposed to be in a can?
0: I don't know. Maybe. Boiled,
1: boiled peanuts?
0: Maybe. Yeah. I like those boiled peanuts, and you were supposed to share with me, and instead you went, e- no, and I ate the whole stinking can. Yeah. But anyways, maybe we've never had wieners in a can, so maybe it's a good thing, right? Yeah, They're plant-based. They're not meat wieners, so they might have different texture, and they might be completely... I want to try. It's I worth just, a shot. I just have to find out where I can buy this Loma Linda brand. Um, they also have scallops. S-K-A-L-L-O-P-S. They have chocolates. They have steak chunks, etc., etc. There's so many faux meats, plant-based meats in a can. And all the, cans. And
1: they're not soy at
0: all? Well, I don't know. I, I, I'm sure they're soy. Yeah,
1: they're going to have to be.
0: Right? I don't. But anyways, I want to... I want to check into it. Yeah, that's It's just another option.
1: Yeah, they're helping the environment and they're ethical.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's a
1: huge word that that the government likes to throw around, that small businesses really take to heart.
0: Yeah. And then they have like chilies, which we do eat out of a can, and stew. People eat stew, so it's plant-based stew, meats, fish substitutes like the tuna. Um, These pre-prepared pouches, too. I think the tuna is in that, so... And then their Neat brand offers an egg replacer, which we've tried, mm-hmm. and we had that for a while because you only need just a small amount of it to replace one egg or two eggs in a recipe. And then we also tried the cookie. I don't remember what flavor, like probably chocolate chip I would have picked.
1: Yeah, there had have been chocolate in it.
0: And they have brownie also um, in the little pouches. But then I looked into it. They also have like ground beef replacer. And a bunch of different flavors, like taco flavored or whatever flavored, like this ground beef. A
1: lot of people do that. They just right? make their own seasoning in-house.
0: And again, shelf-stable ground meat, so uh. to speak, ground crumbles or whatever. You're
1: going to have to look up their ingredients to see what they're doing with the shelf-stable. I know,
0: but I want to try it. So they have pancake mix, and then the Caffrey Roma that I was talking about is roasted grain beverage. Oh. Right? Oh. See, my mom drinks this thing and I can't remember it. It's like a natural coffee and it's nuts and things. Like it's not truck full of nuts. It has some other name. There's
1: the green There's a green. The green The coffee bean.
0: <laughs> this so, is still coffee beans. Oh, I'm yeah. talking coffee replacement.
1: Oh, replacement. This is green. Oh.
0: Not green. Grain.
1: Grain. Coffee Roasted replacer. grains.
0: And it, when I looked, I zoomed in on the picture. It looks like a... A jar, I don't know if it's plastic or glass, of instant coffee. You just stir it in your hot water.
1: Would it, are grain? And they give you the same feeling as caffeine?
0: Well, I'm telling you, my mom has this like nut coffee. i got to ask her because I couldn't remember what it was called. So, yeah. Interesting. So, they focus um, Atlantic Natural Foods, Loma Linda, neat. They focus on affordable. So, hence the cans maybe because canned food tends to be inexpensive. Yep. Healthy. Shelf stable sources approaching for all people and available everywhere. I gotta look for that Loma Linda, but I'm in a bubble, so you know I don't go out of my bubble. I'm gonna look though. So I they have a little search, like, find our product, so I just chose Safeway as my grocery store, and kind of a lot of their products showed up as available, but not like the hot dogs, <laughs> so I don't know, <laughs> but maybe I could, like, ask Safeway, hey, can you get some of this in if you think it's well, right sellable? Well, right, because if
1: you ask them, they always say, did you find everything you were looking for? Yeah, you and just got to like, get them
0: a skew, yep. and then they can look it up and see if they can get it, so... Um, more of the pouched foods is what I found there, but I'm going to keep looking for the thing. So the hot dogs, the canned wieners, are labeled as Big Franks.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah.
0: And I'm, I'm not kidding. There's Nobody messes
1: around with Little Frank.
0: <laughs> I think there was Little Frank and Big Frank. Big wieners, Little wieners. We I don't know. Um, the ingredients list on the Big Frank it was pretty lengthy, uh, but it does not include meat trimmings, crap, Aka, like the throwaway parts of animals, like regular wieners do.
1: Well, it shouldn't. It should be all vegan, right? No,
0: I know, but it had a lengthy list, is what I'm saying. Okay. And usually, I like. So to... you're just
1: saying it's a it's a replacement.
0: Yeah, and I don't think it's a overly healthy replacement. Healthier than a bunch of pigs, what if it's the throwaways of plants, cow buttholes and pardon me. What
1: if it's the buttholes of plants?
0: Oh gosh, come <laughs> on. That's
1: the best part. There is no bad part about a plant.
0: Right, but there's also other stuff that they put in for flavoring and things like that.
1: You're listening to Beats by Jen's Blink-182. All right, so who's our next lucky company?
0: Well, we're moving right along. Uh, we're going to Miyoko Shinner. Uh, she's an award-winning vegan celebrity chef. She grew up as vegetarian in Tokyo, but she was also a self-confessed cheese-aholic.
1: Oh, right? everybody gets the best of them.
0: <laughs> right. Jeez. But she did something about it, and that's why I'm talking about her, because it was amazing when we tried her product. So, um... She was kind of conflicted by her culinary taste for good cheese. French cooking was kind of her thing. Mm -hmm. So she's used to like creamy, rich, wonderful cheeses. And then her compassion for animals. Um, So she became vegan. And she set out to touch people, but through through food, and then touch animals through activism. So she kind of balanced it out. So she's co-founded Rancho compasión maybe because there was an accent in there and it sounds kind of spanish hence the rancho yeah in 2015 in Nicasio, california which i wasn't familiar with it but i think it's maybe like around sonoma um like so that's central california not really northern right sonoma yes central so anyways this rancho compasión is in Nicasio, and they provide homes to previously neglected Exploited and abused farm animals.
1: Oh, that's cool.
0: Right. It's her and her husband. She's the co founder of it and her husband. Our
1: sheriff it. tried that. Members Joe Arpaio tried to rescue horses.
0: Oh right. Abused yeah. horses. Well, because we kinda have a lot here in Arizona, it's so sad. People just, you know, have ranches maybe or think that they're cowboys and then once the horse, you know, you can't ride it anymore, they just forget about it yeah. and then
1: Yeah, it's good to see good people doing good things.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And they obviously, I don't know how big their farm is, their Rancho, but they even have some merchandise. Um, And then obviously the proceeds go to it. It's like RanchoCompassion.org and that's C-O-M-P-A-S-I-O-N.org. And then if you do slash shop, they have shirts and hoodies and bandanas, but... That's how they
1: make their money. They make their money probably off the ranching or the animals. Yeah. You know, coming to see them or something like that. Well, I hope
0: they have grants, too. Yeah. There's a lot of grants. But a lot lot of,
1: of, I found that out through watching a lot of concerts. You know, one band was like, help us get back home, buy our merch.
0: Right. (laughs) They always say that, right? Buy our hoodie. So the Miyoko's brand that I've seen was at Target, and that's where I bought it. Oh,
1: wow. They got into Target?
0: But no, they're at Safeway too. She's all over. She's oh, got good. in all the stores. We're just again limited because we never go out of our bubble. Oh, well, uh, uh,
1: you're talking about the food, the meal code. Yeah. Yeah, I was about the hoodie.
0: Oh no, got not. The, get it at Target. <laughs> not the clothes. I'm I'm talking about the cheese.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, that that stuff's good. Actually, it is really delicious.
0: Yep. 'Cause I remember I Their bought bagel, it. they
1: bagel they had the cream cheese.
0: Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. We yeah. bought that. We were gonna use the cream cheese in a recipe because my mom was visiting at Christmas time, just last year. Yep. And instead we ended up eating it on crackers because it was so good. Oh, and delicious. we didn't make whatever our dessert thing was. So. Hey, and,
1: and now you can eat it. That's just one thing more you could eat as a vegan.
0: Right. And again, just as a treat, don't go crazy and eat the whole tub of which it's I think like 6 or $7. You probably don't want to eat the whole thing anyways. Spread it out, and holy cow, it's got great, great flavor. We've seen it at Target, but the website also included, like in our general area, um, Whole Foods Market. Of course, that makes sense. Yep. Sprouts and Safeway. I've seen it at Safeway. So, oh, I just was writing that we tried it out the cream cheese at Christmas time. I got ahead of myself. So Miyoko's brand also sells vegan butter vegan mozzarella, cheese shreds and cheese slices and cheese chunks.
1: Wow. Yeah, who
0: knew? I didn't even know that. And lots of different flavors of cream cheese, too. I think we just bought original. Hey. I was going to make a treat with it. I
1: would just love it if they would come out with something that would compete with Laughing Cow. A little nice little cheese thing. You can just...
0: Oh, I got you. Like the little well, maybe that's the cheese chunks. The baby
1: Bellas, not what it's laughing cow yeah. baby bellas.
0: Yeah, those then they're little red waxy yep. and you just peel it off. Yep. Those are so cute. Kids always love those. Oh, you're just like a little kid, Frank. Yeah, I am. So the cool thing is she started out with only four employees and her kitchen inside her house. And then it grew to a thirty thousand square foot state of the art facility in Sonoma, California. They transformed the future of creameries, like butters and creams and cheeses and things. And then I read on there that um, they're going to have cheese wheels available soon. All right.
1: Finally. <laughs> so we... like,
0: who can eat a whole wheel of cheese but Baxter?
1: <laughs> Baxter, that's right.
0: So I'm, I'm kind of excited. I want to... Try a little bit more of these products. I don't just want to stick with the one cream cheese.
1: Oh no, you can't. I want to because
0: the butter. I'm pretty sure I saw it came as salted and unsalted. So unsalted is what most people use for baking. Oh yeah. Right, because you're adding salt and sugar and baking soda, whatever. Yep. So you don't need the salted butter. The less
1: salt, the better. I I always say there's only a few things out there that require a lot of salt. And like a lot mashed of but- potatoes. But- yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: We're not going to put no stinking unsalted butter in our mashed potatoes.
1: All right. Well, I'm going to hijack Jen's show for just a bit. I'm going to play this song by U2 and Green Day. This is a really good song. Check it out. You're listening to Beats by Jen. This is The Saints Are Coming. Beats by Jen.
2: Till the clouds unroll And you come down the line But the shadows still remain Since your descent Your descent I cried to my daddy i
1: talk your crap. <laughs> I'm waiting for it. Here we go.
0: I gave Frank the thumbs down in the beginning of that song, but honestly, it kind of redeemed itself once like it picked up and the chorus was there. The saints are coming. <laughs> I'll never want to hear that song again, though.
1: All right. Well, it's fine.
0: No, I don't. It's not that I don't like it. That's going on the
1: Rock Phoenix Live list. <laughs>
0: It was so slow in the beginning. I thought, this isn't very beady. I'm moving it. It's not very beady. Okay, I am moving right along also. All right, good. Missionary chocolates.
1: (laughs) Missionary what?
0: Chocolates. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even think about that. I was thinking like a mission, like they might be religious. This is the best
1: of both worlds, baby. Missionary and chocolate.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, Austin Powers. Yeah! Missionary chocolates began in 2008 when a naturopathic when a naturopathic physician, Melissa Berry, was in her last year of medical school. Um, It started out as just gifts for her vegan mother. She started making chocolate truffles. Um, For her vegan mom And then it turned into Like a full-blown business In Portland, Oregon
1: Yeah, that's where Everything starts vegan
0: Hence why Yeah, there's a lot Of Pacific (laughs) Northwest Yeah Uh, That's why I'm planning Our next vacation Um, Because I want to go To this place They got free samples, dude
1: (laughs) (laughs) When the Schnecken beckons
0: (laughs) Free samples So it was an unexpected success That turned Like her home kitchen again Into a thriving Chocolate company They still make their handcrafted chocolates in small batches. They don't do like big, massive produce. So one of the fact questions somebody had said, why don't all of your chocolates look like exactly the same? And maybe one's darker, one's lighter, one's whatever. It's because they're handcrafted in small batches.
1: I want to say something. And when I always say that, I say something. I think it's great you can go from one restaurant to another and you can get the same food and it tastes the same. But,
0: oh, consistency! Yes, heck yeah!
1: But here's the other thing: just like music, just like food, when you create something on the fly or when you create something, the same batch should—it not will never ever be like. I mean, unless you are like. With a computer to the tea, a measurement yeah. like you've seen chefs when they measure. Chefs yeah. measure like on their eyes. They don't measure with spoons or yep. forks or like when you pull out Duncan Hines and it already tells you <laughs> half a cup <laughs> right. of sugar. Yeah, you know it, it just doesn't happen. And so I think there's something to be said when it comes to oh well, this food tastes the same in Kentucky as it does in California. Right. Maybe it's because it's all genetically modified. It's meant to be easy to pop out. When it comes to homegrown foods and eating healthy, sometimes it won't be the same consistency. And so that's okay. It's okay to have some inconsistency yeah. in every batch.
0: Sometimes with healthy foods, it's they use whatever's in season. So maybe when you went there in the fall, there was an abundance of squash. But then when you get there in like the springtime, they have something totally different that is in season and they incorporate that so it might look different less green more orange whatever right, right?
1: And, and i know how important consistency is because we've gone to restaurants before we've gotten something and you know especially being a vegan and it's there's only so many items you can pick from from the menu and you pick your item and it comes out it doesn't have what you were expecting on it and you're like yeah you know you got let me talk to somebody about this and you get somebody out they're like oh well we didn't get some on the truck Right. Well then, why don't you change the menu or let somebody know?
0: Well, when I ordered, it would have been nice because I know where you're talking about. Yeah, because I was pretty loud and. Angry. I'm just saying I
1: know the importance of the, of, the, of consistency, people. I'm not saying that we're up here saying, oh, you know consistency is is bad. No, it's good. It's good. But I'm just saying when it comes to home cooking and stuff like or like you get chocolates from somebody and, you know, maybe they've got a little bit of white on one side or maybe they've got something different.
0: Right. It's shiny, all shiny, not shiny yeah, or whatever. These people right? don't do different this. sizes. They don't mass
1: produce their foods and when they do, they do the best that they can.
0: Well, I think this company, they are pretty much mass producing but they still make everything in their small batches which then allows them like a lot more control too so agreed all of their truffles are all vegan gluten-free and they're all allergy friendly and soy free there was one that said it might have soy in a marshmallow but then when i scrolled through their website it said you know now the type of marshmallow that they use because they have a bar and the s'mores and something else, is now a vegan marshmallow. So that was really awesome. So I think they've updated that. How
1: do you do that?
0: Vegan marshmallow?
2: Yeah. We've
0: ate them before. Oh. (laughs) I've actually bought the brand. I can't remember the name of it, but that's what was on their website. We now use blah, blah, blah brand vegan marshmallows, and then they make their truffles and their bars from that. Mm. So... Oh, and also the chocolate, um, they have some sugar-free chocolates as well. And I know from past experience, because I was exposed to a diabetic who really wanted just something nice. Like, I need a treat. So we had sugar-free pie and sugar-free chocolate. And if you eat too many, you will be in the bathroom. Yeah. But what these guys do, totally different. It's not that artificial Splenda. sweetener crap. Yeah. Right? I don't know about Splenda being crap, but there's some of that really crap. No, Stevia is natural. Also, oh right. I'm talking just like the sugar alcohols and I don't know. I can't think of oh the
1: na- uh, Equal like
0: brand and that yeah. pink crap that was you Sweet know, and Low. Sweet and Low mob mob bot. Anyways, um, they are sweetening naturally the sugar-free ones with um, organic monk fruit.
1: Oh, great. Right? So that's And fruit's what we use, or mug bean. Oh.
0: <laughs> Mung bean oh. and monk fruit.
1: Monk fruit, not monk. Totally different. <laughs> monk bean and monk fruit. Okay, monk got fruit. it. Monk
0: but anyways, fruit. that was cool. Because then as soon as I Don't saw. Don't show your
1: ugly mug around here.
0: As soon as I saw that it was sugar free, I was like, oh, I'm kind of curious what they did. Sure enough, sweet and naturally. And it's organic monk fruit, which is awesome. Awesome. Right? So one of their very unique, which caught my eye products, they have CBD truffles. And everyone's getting on the whole CBD bandwagon.
2: Yes.
0: 100% organic.
1: Most podcasters are on CBD probably. (laughs)
0: 100% organic hemp-derived CBD Mm. concentrate is combined with fair trade chocolate and i've already talked about fair trade it's you got to look for it it's totally worth it because there's a big picture out there and you don't want some 8 year old with a machete cutting his arm off
1: that's another good thing for a podcast to talk about is now foods incorporating health
0: yeah instead oh, yeah. of
1: instead of us using foods to help benefit ourselves now we're incorporating medicine into our foods yep
0: and then um you can like i said you can go into their store I think it's open like six days a week. They only close Saturday. But then I would check, of course, because, I don't know, it's COVID. And everything is up in the air right now. So, um, But you can order online, which I thought was pretty cool. They have a great website. So online at missionarychocolates.com backslash shop.
1: And make sure you get the spelling right because you might be misled to some other website. <laughs>
0: I only know how to spell missionary one way. So, um, not only are there truff- truffles, but there was chocolate. There's covered organic raisins, s'mores bars, chocolate covered cinnamon bears. Ooh. They didn't say they were CBD bears, but uh, chocolate covered cinnamon bears. I don't even care. Chocolate covered sandwich cookies. I hate to say the O R E O S brand, but it looked just like that like a really nice sandwich cookie. Um, chocolate covered. Um, chips Like potato chips
1: Really? Heck yeah Hey whatever works
0: uh, Marshmallow barrels I tried to zoom in on that picture But I couldn't really see And then assorted bars Like I mentioned The sugar free ones And one was flavored with anise Which has um, like a licorice flavor Cinnamon There was a ginger And then there's a lemon
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: Lemon chocolate, lemon ginger I've had before. So if you're in the Portland, Oregon area, you probably want to stop by the shop for free samples. Ooh. And I bet the smell in the air when you walk in that is just heavenly.
1: I think it's going to leave a blank expression on your face. This is the specials. It's falling all around. Seven
2: o'clock and the roads are blocked. So I walk downtown there's no one around I walk in a bar and immediately I sense danger you look at me girl as if I was some kind of a a total stranger Where did you get that blank, blank, expression on your face? Where did you get that blank, blank, expression on your face? One no. about. I wonder home and all the the lights surround. I one dream. Where did you get that blank expression on your face? On your face. Where did you get that black expression?
1: I got it from eating healthy all the time.
0: <laughs> that was an oldie. but a goodie. Gosh, I love the specials. Ben, flicking, Daxic. <laughs> all right. Moving on again. And just to let you know that I'm more than halfway, so you, my talking has almost come to an end. Phew. I'm going on to Tofurky. So in 1980... There was a thirty-year-old teacher slash naturalist slash hippie. Imagine that, in Oregon. Um, his name is Seth Tibbet, I believe. He opens his own company in Oregon. I would say
1: that all <laughs> I would say that saying that Oregon has all the vegan food is like saying that Ontario holds all the best music.
0: Ah, Maybe. No, because Ontario has not the best music. They had the most bands when we did your Rock Phoenix Live podcast because of population. Oregon doesn't have the population. The Pacific Northwest, Oregon, and Washington, they are just the natural tree hugger. There's trees there. They want to live in in harmony with their natural environment. There's trees in Wyoming. I've never been to Wyoming. There's trees there. There's also ranches there, and Wyoming people are cattle people, aren't they? And horsey people, I don't know.
1: Horsey people.
0: So anyways, I lived in Washington State. They never grew
1: up. They always said the word horsey.
0: (laughs) I lived in Washington State for like seven years. I lived up in the Seattle area, and there was a lot of very liberal, relaxed, natural, armpit hair kind of people. Yeah, you met
1: Kurt Cobain's cousin at Starbucks. (laughs)
0: <laughs> no, at the slot car race. Slot
1: car race, that's right,
0: yeah. <laughs> but there's a lot of Starbucks. I don't do Starbucks. Yep.
1: All right, here so we anyways,
0: go. Anyways, Toe Berkey. This is a really great story. So 1980, 30-year-old teacher, naturalist, hippie, Seth, opens up his own company in Oregon. He only has $2,500. Wow, it's more than I have. Good for him. So he had started off in the beginning in his own kitchen again, just making from scratch tempeh that he was sharing with his friends and his family.
1: Wow, it must have been real good if he wanted to go marketing it.
0: Yeah, so with this $2,500, he expands the operation to a vacant elementary school in like 1983. So he's doing really well, right? Awesome. To save money, this is where this gets great. The dude built a tree house and lived in a tree house for seven years.
1: Oh, this Seriously. guy. Seriously.
0: Like, I want to meet him. I want to check out his treehouse. I want to know
1: how big the tree house was. I don't
0: know, but I bet you it was really fantastic by the time he was done. Because you would need, obviously, water, but maybe you haul up water. And maybe you don't need electricity. You have, like, a propane stove or whatever out on your little treehouse patio. I don't know. I don't know. But anyways, good for him. Because when you don't have a lot of money and you truly believe in something, you got to make it work somehow. Right. So you sacrifice. You live in a flippin' tree house. It didn't say how big it was, but I might look into that. And you just invest in your company and your heart goes into your company. So in 1995, Troferki debuted the very first holiday roast.
1: Oh, it's so good. And
0: that's what we eat. Yeah, it's really good. So this is just this is very exciting. To and me. it comes
1: pre-stuffed with grains and rice. Right.
0: And yeah. Well, um, I think there's like a different one that doesn't have the. Oh, maybe it was cranberries or something else was in it. But yeah. Yeah. So we've ate it before. So they were hoping to get, and I read this from online. Every bacon chomping and barbecue loving person to see the wisdom of a plant based diet.
1: Well, that's how that's what Morningstar is marketing to now. They're always like setting up. They have that girl one. They use kids for their marketing, and it's like, hey, mister, come here and try this vegan or try this plant based burger. And we all know Morningstar from when they first started because they were always soy based. And so now they're using the word plant based.
0: And sometimes they're And not they sold vegan. out to Monsanto. Yeah.
1: And so anyway, they're doing that same thing Maybe where they're they trying were... to market to the meat eaters and like, hey, come try this. Like the Beyond people were trying to do. Yeah. A lot of people are trying to pull the uh, the meat eaters over. And it's just interesting to see. Like when you see Burger King's commercial.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they're they're going straight. I must to be meat a damn eaters. fool. <laughs> Remember I didn't know it wasn't beef?
1: Yeah, I didn't know it was beef. I was a damn fool.
0: <laughs> I don't necessarily think that Morningstar sold out to a Monsanto company. I think they were purchased by a Monsanto company. And it is kind of being a sellout when you have like Thorferky. Yeah. This they never stress over their shareholders because they don't have any. So they're probably not yeah, going no. to be and that's the one totally to... And that's
1: totally cool. That's an awesome thing that you have in sold now. You, you you stay true to your value. Yeah,
0: and they're still family-owned for like 40 years. So I doubt they're going to be selling out to any Monsanto company because that would just be shameful, truly. But um, all of their soybeans, soy, are o- organic. They're also non-GMO um, from growers in the USA, which caught my eye because I like that. Th- th-
1: this raises an interesting question for me. is You read that they're, all their soybeans are organic, but some of their labels don't say organic. Joe Furkey? Yeah.
0: I don't know. They're non GMO. Right? I don't know. Look closer at your labels. Yeah, I have to. Maybe they
1: just say, hey, we don't need to say we're organic. Maybe the
0: soybeans are organic, but the rest of the stuff might not be organic, like the seasoning, so you can't claim to be organic.
1: Possibly. Maybe that's what it is. We'll
0: look closer. Make a mental note, because I don't have my pen.
1: That's for a different show.
0: (laughs) I don't have my purple pen from Lori. So, um... Yeah, that's what it says on there, anyways. Uh, soybeans are organic, non-GMO from growers in the United States, and they also have a third party that inspects those soybeans to make sure that they are truly certified organic. Peace of
1: mind, I love that. Peace of mind. Yeah. You know what? That's all it is. It's just knowing is half the battle.
0: Yep. The website also said that they're the number one selling brand for the most products in the retail that retail category. They make deli slices. Sausages, hot dog wieners, chicken shreds, burgers, grounds, tempeh. Tempeh, exactly. They're roasts and more. They have a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. They really do. They're
1: huge. And they're in every supermarket pretty much. You it's, can get them anywhere. It's
0: like a wide range. So. Yeah,
1: Safeway, you go to your Vaughn's, uh, Kroger, yep. Walmart. Um,
0: well, the next thing I have written down is exactly that. So on their website, Tofurkey. And there's no extra E. It's not like turkey. It's T-O-F-U-R-K-Y dot com. It was super easy to find where I could buy it because it showed me all of the stores near me. My cell phone was already set up with the location on. So it knew my Safeway. It knew the Albertsons and it knew the fries.
1: Yeah, that's how you do it. Yeah. Yeah. Heck
0: yeah. So good for them. So, and then... They have recipes on their website also, and they have one that was their tofurkey roast, and it had mushroom gravy, and man, I can smell it cooking right now. So, tomorrow happens to be our Canadian Thanksgiving. So happy holidays, happy Thanksgiving Yes, happy Thanksgiving um,
1: to our family to the north
0: And let's chow down on some tofurky, you know, yummy roast and mashed potatoes <coughs> And make some vegan stuffing, a cranberry sauce, and don't make me go on.
1: And when you're making your turkeys in the morning and you need something to keep, keep the pep up Check out this song by Taking Back Sunday Cute without the E
2: Because call it a bother angel, I know exactly what goes on.
1: Back Sunday.
0: That was a great. I I googled punk pop because I kind of like that skater punk and all the alternative and the ska music is my fave. But I'm running out a ska that we're allowed to play. Skoo, <laughs> what skoo? Um, so I googled punk pop and they were ones that came up on the list, but I wasn't familiar with them. So yeah, I'm a lot of them are. It.
1: A lot of them are going that punk pop way. Punk like the rural. Hard punk like Pennywise stuff. Yeah. I don't hear too much. Not of. so much. No. The
0: pop is the popular part. Because yeah. it gets you up and you're bouncing. And I was well, like, no, 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 no. It's the
1: catchy part that gets you. Yeah, it's it's the it was hook. catchy. Yeah.
0: I liked it a lot. Listen so. to the pop
1: rocks episode of Rock Phoenix
0: Live. <laughs> Little plug there, Frank. Alright. Frank, do you know if your toilet paper is vegan?
1: When I'm wiping, I don't really think about it, no.
0: (laughs) I don't think most of us think about it. Yeah. I saw this and I was like, "Uh, I'm pretty sure my toilet paper is made out of trees. But I guess if if you're going to brag
1: to everybody about it, you might as well make sure it was vegan. Yeah. I'm a vegan. My butt's vegan.
0: You know what? All we've been saying since the beginning is do your best. And some people really are exceptional if they're going out and seeking, like, vegan toilet paper, I get leather clothes and shoes. I totally get that. And, you know, I don't wear any, and good for us, right? You got your pleather pants that you're gonna wear for Halloween. I got
1: those when I was a kid before (laughs) I knew you.
0: And look at that, and good for you. They still fit you, too.
1: Yeah, a lot of work.
0: But, you know, I, I really think that, do you really, I don't know, do you need to go out of your way and buy vegan toilet paper? Well, it turns out one of these brands... I totally see right at Walmart, and so we could. We oh. don't have to go out of our way. It's not like, you know, when you see when you go to Camping World or something, and they've got that green toilet paper that's good for, like, motorhomes oh. or septic. Or the one
1: that I showed you, the bamboo toilet paper now.
0: Yeah, but I'm sure it was terribly expensive, too, right?
1: Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was probably, like, uh, I don't know, but it was, like, it only got, like, I think eight rolls in there instead of your like, <laughs> right. standard 12 or whatever.
0: And they only have like 20 squares. <laughs> yeah,
1: probably. It's probably a new product. It's
0: one really big tube and just a few squares. So. A bamboo. So I didn't even really think about it. I was like, wait, what? Like, t- toilet paper is made from trees, right? Yep. So.
1: Who cares about who is vegan?
0: Turns out that trees are really big plants, but to bind the fibers together, you. A lot of these toilet paper companies, um, just like the beer companies and just like the wine companies and the candy that we already talked about. Remember, we did the beer, wine, candy episode with the gelatin. Yes. That's the animal product that um, may, may not, because there's a couple toilet paper companies that won't even confirm if they're vegan or not. Yeah. And I don't know why. Like, do you not know what's in your paper
1: they just don't want to be they don't want to be uh what is it called um persecuted for it
0: i guess but if you are vegan you say heck yeah we don't use animal products and then all of a sudden i put you on the show and other people talk about you and they blog and they share it and we're like wow we're gonna buy your brand because you're not but um anyways it's possibly gelatin that binds all of those fibers together. Oh, it
1: would totally have to be, yeah. Great. Yeah.
0: Yeah, just great. So next time you're wiping, there might be traces of hooves or snouts.
2: <laughs> just <laughs> think of that.
0: So and even if there are no animal-derived product or animal-derived materials in it, um, some of these TP companies are still... Testing on animals—they might not be cruelty-free. Oh. Which that sucks, right? I, I just
1: got a question. Here's a, here's a question: When they animal test toilet paper, are they wiping the <laughs> butt with it? No. Oh, but they're using animal. <laughs> yeah, I got it.
0: Right? You know, and and obviously, if they're taking gelatin, that's what what we went over on the previous show. Yep. Was you boil carcasses and all the creepy throwaway meat? Crap that nobody wants to consume. You boil it, and it, when it cools, it becomes gelatin, and Ugh. you bind your wood Stop. fibers together and make toilet paper out of Snout stuff.
1: covered teepee
0: <laughs> right. So my reason for going vegan like 25 years ago or whatever was because of animal testing. I I was leaving the post office. I already said this story in Huntington Beach. And I thought it was some like political thing. And they I walked out and they handed me a brochure. I said, no, 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 thanks. Like, I'm not going to, you know, vote for that, whatever. And they go, no, no. And they opened it up and there was a beagle, a dog, a beagle, with the top of his head sort of just nicely removed and all these little like prods and wires and things right in his brain. So, and that's vivisection. I'd never even heard the word vivisection in my entire life. And I'm like, gosh, I'm probably almost 30 years old when this happens, right? 25-ish, I don't remember exactly. So, so that whole animal cruelty is just I don't think it necessary. In this day and age, unnecessary.
1: Yeah, it's you not. You have
0: computer generated and you have other th- ways of testing things, whether or not it will make you go blind. Don't stick it in your flipping eyes then, you know? like yep. It's all these added ingredients, these weird things, these chemical things, these lab created, these creepy things that they add to a product. To like, make
1: it what it is. To
0: make it what it is. And, and- here we are. Right, so, never fear. Ecos brand, E-C-O-S, not only makes soaps and cleaners, but they also make treeless toilet paper. It is made, because you're wondering, right? Yeah. (laughs) It's made from Panda Free Bamboo. (laughs) I never heard of Panda Free ever, and I'm like, oh, that's so awesome. Panda Free Bamboo and Sugar Cane Waste.
1: That's the fiber,
0: dude. Right?
1: That's cool. So now we can yeah. have our sugar and our poop, too.
0: <laughs> right. Oh, it doesn't make your butt actually sweeter or anything. So it's the waste part. <laughs> it's like recycling, right? You're upcycling to toilet paper. Yes.
1: Taking yeah. everything and using it, everything.
0: Right? Um, it's septic safe and cruelty free, which is what we're trying to do. Seventh generation. And we all know that brand.
1: Yeah, they're all over for cleaners Walmart for and a long
0: stuff. time. Yep. Because they make a ton of cleaners is, um well they have a confirmed, absolutely confirmed, they're very firm on it, vegan friendly toilet paper as well. It's made with unbleached, recycled paper and it's also safe for septics because a lot of septic systems you're not supposed to put certain toilet papers down because, you know, it'll mess it all up. So, But the catch with 7th Generation is its parent company. It's owned by Unilever. Is that I say that right? Unilever. Unilever. Unilever, and they do test on animals.
1: Yep, you don't leave her alone. She's Dude. staying here. She's getting tested tonight. You leave her alone.
0: But <laughs> Seven Generation does not test on animals and confirms their TP is uh, vegan. And then another is Kruger, which I don't know Kruger, not Kruger, Kruger with a U, Kruger. is a parent company of White Cloud. And that's the one that I was talking about a few minutes ago. We see all the time White Cloud toilet paper right at Walmart. Yeah. All over. It's everywhere. So, White Cloud is manufactured in Tennessee, but it's a Canadian-owned company. Yay, Canada. Um, They do confirm that they do not add any animal-based products nor test its tissues products on animals. Yep. So, now that's something to think about next time you're sitting on the potty. Wiping your butt. Right. Exactly. So... I just thought it sort of fit in with what we were talking about, and when I came across it, I was like, okay, I guess I didn't think of that one. Now something else is ruined, but yet these companies have made it better.
1: If you can't save your tushy, you can save Ferris. This is Save Ferris with Under 21. I like Steve Ferris. I used to travel around and watch them play wherever they went.
0: Oh, they were one of your faves.
1: Yeah, they're one of my ex-faves. Yeah,
0: that's good. Yeah. And I was just thinking, I wonder where people are, what they're doing, and where they are when they're listening to this podcast. Like, are they cleaning their house? And they're like dancing around now that we have some. Some great songs?
1: I don't know. Maybe.
0: Or do they not like my taste in music and they just go, ew, <laughs> I'm going to turn this on.
1: <laughs> you don't know. Else. I don't know. Stick let's, to your guns.
0: We'll <laughs> see how many listeners, right? So, uh, you know, once again, I really appreciate you guys listening. And I am done talking finally. Not and
1: finally. It's about all about, about.
0: It's about talking. Absolutely. I hope that I'm informative and I'm kind of fun and I make... You know light of certain things because it doesn't have to be difficult and it doesn't have to suck and it doesn't have to be tasteless and it doesn't just use your imagination yeah right and do your best and all of the rest so
1: yeah I don't know. experiment that the whole cool thing about this is that you experiment with different foods and foods that are not meat based and and dairy based
0: right yeah exactly you don't have to eat them there's plenty of good stuff so so again email me. Any ideas, any suggestions, and it's beatsbygens at gmail.com, and uh, I'll do some research. and.
1: All right, here's your joke to go out with.
0: All right, do it.
1: What does a zombie vegan eat?
0: I don't know. Grains. <laughs> oh, my god!
1: Grains. That was an
0: awesome zombie sound. I would have went grains, and then I would have been as <laughs> <it's> exciting. <laughs> Come on, because it is almost Halloween.
1: Yes, it is. I like my
0: Halloween. That's my fave, so. All right. Thank you for listening. You guys stay healthy, and be happy, and feel good.
1: Enjoy being vegan, or vegetarian, or enjoy the holidays. Yep trying one new thing to make your life better.
0: And if you're Canadian happy Thanksgiving.
1: Oh yeah happy Thanksgiving Canada. Happy
0: Thanksgiving go eat some tofurkey